1: Yeah, ay, yeah, ay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, ay, 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 I like bitches with your mess, can't keep my dick in my pants. My bitch don't love me no more, she get me out of life, bro. That bitch don't wanna be friends, I give her this, she I met.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podium podcast, episode 95. And for this episode, I'm gonna take it back to 95 toward the end. But rest in peace, triple X Tentacion.
1: Today makes one year that we lost the legend.
0: XXX Tentacion. Rest in heaven, my brother, rest well. We miss you down here, man. You you had a great purpose. And um, It's not the same without him. There's a lot of clones of him. But uh, we miss you, X. And uh, rest in peace. Now. We here. Some shit going on. OJ's out here wilding. (laughs) Uh, Tory Lanez is saving the dark skin. Salute to Tory. We need that kind of energy out here. Yeah. Um. So what else is going on? There's a whole lot of things I want to talk about. The Toronto Raptors are your NBA champions. I haven't spoke about that since it happened. That's crazy. Um Drake been going stupid. You know, Kanye's wild and again, unbeknownst to him, some of his shit leaked. And he's talking crazy. But um, I'm here. here here um heads up right now i'm telling y'all from now next week there will be no show next week no show next week next week 96 we'll be skipping when there will be no episode next week now when y'all hit me up and say where's the episode remember me telling you in the first two minutes of episode 95 there will be no episode next week okay listening listen listen there's no episode next week. all right i'm not telling you why it doesn't matter why there's no episode next week so that's it. We'll be back the following week, okay? Thank you for your patience. I've been consistent so much up so far up to this point. So we yeah, we can miss a week. It's cool. Um, anywho, how y'all been? How was the weekend? The weekend was um for me. Slept a lot. Um, father's Day passed. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, I'm not gonna put no stipulations. No, only this fathers on. No, Father's period. If you have a child. Happy Father's Day, belated Father's Day to you. Um, Father's Day was Sunday. The weather Sunday was, it wanted to rain, but then it didn't, and then it did, and then it didn't. It's all crazy now. Now, this whole week, we got rain all fucking week. You know, it was a summer like this a few years ago where it rained all of June, and the summer went around really fast, and I hope that that does not happen this year. Hopefully, July is hot, and it's no rain for a whole month. That would be amazing to me. Now I know to the people that dislike summer are like, oh god, no. Oh it'd be too hot. It'd be too hot. Alright, but when it's cold, oh it's too cold, I wanna take me somewhere hot. Shut up. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you want. Do you want summer or you want winter? Cause when winter comes, it stays for five months. Get the fuck out of here. Where's the, where's the tub? Get winter the fuck out of here. Snow and, 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 and all that. And then pregnancy and oh uh, nah nah. Fuck winter. Fuck winter. Um but, yes, my weekend was cool, man. I smoked weed, and I slept the whole weekend. That's pretty much what I did. And I uh, wouldn't change it for the world. Um, anywho, yeah, the basketball's done. Uh, so now, you know, Gersh started. Salute to my niggas at Gersh. You know what I'm saying? My brother plays in Gersh. Shout out to ADC. They won today, too. They 2-0 and now. Um... This year they're gonna take the chip. They lost it in the chip last year. They're gonna take that chip this year. Um now, to get to the uh, pertinent things that are going on. Uh let's talk about Lala. <clears throat> Lala and Carmelo are having social media quarrels. Not them. T- you know, they're good, but the internet is pretty much against Lala right now. Okay, so the running narrative is that Lala had not let Mello see his daughter he had out of wedlock and the people jumped straight at her comments to let her know they didn't like that now what I want to start with is I want people to understand that there is something wrong with you there is something wrong with you as a human being as a person you feel you can come to someone's personal page and give your opinion directly to them off of how you feel about something you know nothing about. You don't know nothing. You don't know if that's even true. You don't know anything. So you jump out the window to jump in Lala's comments and go crazy on her, right? Now, it started Lala not, uh, not letting Melo see his daughter. Boom, boom, boom. Now, the people immediately run to her comments. Oh, you trash for this. That baby didn't ask to be him. Blah, blah, blah. Mind you, Lala said nothing. This is just a narrative that was put out there. Melo said nothing. Melo's baby's mother comes out and says, that's not true. Lala never stopped, seeing, stopped Melo from seeing the baby. So now what? You guys ran to her comments to, to shit on her, and it was not true. Mind your fucking business. Learn to mind the business that pays you. That, has, that, that personal shit like that pisses me off because you're going you're gonna to drag Lala for something that you don't even, that's, that's a concern. That's personal family shit. And to the person that put that narrative out there, you really need a life. These blogs are, and I see why Cardi blow, Blacks on these people constantly because you guys run negative things and you make people turn on you. If people feel away about Lala, cool, but when you give them more reason to feel away, I oh, I, I never liked that bitch anyway. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, 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 you don't know me. You don't know her. You never met her. You never crossed paths with her. You don't like her for what? I don't understand people. I don't understand society. I don't understand this internet age where you feel you can come to someone's page and talk shit to someone you don't know who you wouldn't say this to their face. You would never come to Lala and say, you're trash, you're bitch. You, you need to let Melo see his kid. She go look at you like, what are you talking about? Who are you? What are you talking about? Melo see his kid? Do you know Melo? Melo, do you know Melo? I don't know him, but, but I read on the shade room. <laughs> Sit your stupid ass down. Sit your stupid ass down. Stop. All that shit, that trolling shit, go get you niggas hurt. That trolling go get you niggas hurt. What GZ said years ago, if don't get you on, it's going to get you hurt, nigga. That's a fact. So y'all jumping in these comments and y'all playing from these private pages, just bothering people's day. These are devils. This is what we call devils. You get blocked and you get removed. These are called devils. I hate this internet era where people have to do things justified by the internet's agreements. I don't live for you. I live for me. I don't have to keep you happy. Fuck you. Who are you? I don't know you, dude. I don't know you. Why are y'all doing this? Why do y'all constantly jump in these shade room comments and talk shit about people you don't even know? You don't know. The shade room don't know these niggas. They running it for y'all. The shade room don't never say nothing in the caption. They just leave a question mark with eyes, and here y'all go. 8,000 people. 8,000, 5,000, 10,000. It's people just in there, and then they'll argue with each other. There are people that are fans of who they post, and they'll defend who who they pose. Like, don't talk about Cardi, bitch, this, that. You don't even know Cardi. Like, she don't know you. Stop this shit. Stop. I really wish it would stop. And I know it serves its purpose in the world that people sometimes want to go on blogs and see themselves spoke about so they could get an understanding of where they stand in the world. But that is toxic. It's just nasty, man. It's nasty, and as a person that has a social media presence, it happens to me, but rarely. You know why? Because I stay out the way. I don't post much on my page that's personal. If it's not related to the podcast, if it's not an outfit or some shit I want to get off, if it's not something on my mind that's in the story, I don't leave it for public opinion. All the things that's in my story, if you man enough or woman enough to DM me and talk shit about it, let's do that, and we can talk one-on-one, but they don't put it on my page, watch it go crazy. If I was to go all day posting the shit in my story on my page, watch the comments. And I'm not going to do that because I don't have energy for that and I don't have the time to do, like, fuck that. Fuck the internet. I don't have to do none of that shit. Fuck that. My day goes as I want. I wake up, I go to work, I come home, and I do whatever I want because that's what life is. There's no audience watching me when I walk up the street. I don't need a camera on me at all times showing my every move. You niggas need to learn that. The world before the internet was like that. You would do things, and if you took a picture, you took a picture. Everything wasn't posted. Some things were held. Some things were kept personal. Now, we live in a world of likes and comments, and everybody wants to be better than everybody else, so they want to post the best things. Soon as a bitch go on vacation, she want to post all crazy. She come back from vacation, you would think the bitch died. She don't post nothing else. Oh, you don't even go to work today? Why you don't want to post that? That's what your real life is. You don't live in Jamaica, bitch. Okay? You want to flood it for your three days you was in fucking Jamaica? Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Okay? Post your real life if you're going to post something. Stop living in this facade world for people's justifications and people's approval. Take a vacation because you need it. Not to flood Instagram. Take a vacation because you tired. I work hard. And when people go on vacation for real, for real, they don't... Social media is the last thing. Bro, we're on an island. I don't give a fuck about Instagram. I post that shit when I come back. Right now, I'm about to jump on a jet ski. There's no phones in the ocean. Why the fuck I want to bring my phone out there? You niggas got to stop this internet shit. And you know, especially people from my generation that's older, they're in their thirties. We didn't grow up like that. Stop, stop doing that. Stop putting on, stop putting on, stop fronting. All this fake fucking fronting niggas is doing, and I see it. I see niggas doing shit that they would not do if the internet didn't exist. Would you post a picture in the bed with bags of weed if you wasn't on Instagram to show that? Probably not, right? Would you sit on Instagram counting your fucking money? No. So why are you posting that shit? Why is that people's business? So now when somebody kill your fucking ass, you want people to feel sorry for you. You brought that on yourself. There are wolves out here that are hungry. And these niggas will get them come for you. If they feel you don't deserve your blessing, you know why? Because you're doing, you're not humble. You're not humble. God didn't bless you for you to show off. He blessed you because you earned that blessing. But you can, can take it back. Just the minute you don't, don't, don't fucking appreciate it. Know that shit. Leave Lala the fuck alone, bro. That is a real situation in a real life. This woman was married. Her husband made a mistake, stepped out, and got a woman pregnant. She, She took her time with it. She processed it. They worked it out. That's it. And she don't have to tell you shit. She don't have to prove shit. She don't have to do none of that. And I'm not no Super Lala fan, but that whole shit is just disgusting to me. It's disgusting to me. And I don't like that shit. People really need to check themselves. Y'all, y'all need help. Y'all will really jump in a nigga comments and say some whole nasty shit. Y'all will really. Y'all are grown people. These are. I know women thirty eight years old doing this. All in the shade room. I go to the shade room right. I should call people names out. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? What if that was your daughter's your to your son's page and people were just bullying them? You wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like that. What if people came to your kids page and just said a bunch of nasty shit? You wouldn't like that. What if you posted your mom on Mother's Day and somebody came in there and said your fucking moms and such and such? You wouldn't like that. People do that. There are people that do that. They can't even have a happy life because there are negative people that just want to bother you. That will come and do shit like that. It's nasty and it's fucking crazy. It's disgusting, though. It's disgusting. Sound moving forward. That's a lot of. I just gave a lot of energy to a negative topic, and I, I feel bad now. I don't like that. Hold on. I gotta play a song. Hold on. Move the mic. You got to get back happy now because I didn't come on here with that energy. I'm in a good mood today. (laughs) I'm in a good mood today. You know who else is in a good mood? Drake was in a good mood when the Raptors won the championship. Okay? Hey, Warriors fans, the fake ones. Look at my history. Yeah. I'm trying to see what's different from that guy in the rich of me. shit, The only Drizzy. thing I see is custom miles from Tiffany. And some gunners that'll hit you out of nowhere like Epiphany. Really, that's it to me. Aside from the obvious, man, it changes in scenery. Testing me, don't have my niggas testing machinery. Yeah, drink. They say that they happy, my man, that's not how they seem to be. The boy, he wild and peaceful. Rest in peace, Tina Marie. Ethics and values, mob traditions, old-fashioned. Monopoly action. Ronnie buying up Brentwood like he's still in Akron A lot of pain, a lot of passion A lot of relaxing while other niggas is overreacting That's how we continue down the path of Jordan and Jackson That's some insight for y'all even if no one's asking Last year niggas really feel like they rode on me Last year niggas got hot cause they told on me I'm about to call the bluff of anybody now Yo, listen, y'all better leave Drake alone, man Now we know, I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world But when this nigga raps I don't bother him. When Drake raps, I respect it, bro. No beef out of me. (laughs) If Drake does that for an entire album, without the R&B shit, and I know people like the Drake singing shit, I, me, Mark, personally, I like when Drake just raps. I don't really need the ballads. I don't need the R&B shit. I like it. I do like it when he does it every once in a while. So often, he has records that are great as R&B that he does his thing and he gets all. But when Drake is in that bag, (sighs) we not even. I mean, come on, man. I mean, imagine if the if the Knicks won a chip while Hove was the king of rap. You know how crazy the city would be right now. You know, did y'all did y'all guys see Toronto? Did y'all see Kawhi Leonard out there going, Kawhi? Yo, Kawhi Leonard, man. He is the epitome of humble. This man don't talk no shit. He don't flex no shit. He just plays ball, and after the win, we'll we'll, we'll celebrate when it's time for that. Don't dap me in the fucking locker room, dude. We got a game to play. I don't want to dap you niggas. I'm focused. I'm trying to beat these niggas. These are the Warriors, bro. They could beat us. They could fucking beat us. We need to focus. Focus up. Don't fucking dap me, bro. You don't even get in the game. Don't touch me. You're a scrub. I don't want your fucking scrub germs on me. (laughs) I'm going to be fucking five for 30, and we get blown out because you touch me. Don't touch me. Energy transfers through touch. Don't fucking touch me. Shout out to Kawhi Leonard, though. Two-time finals MVP. The 3 peak stopper. He stopped Miami on a 3 peak, Stopped the Warriors on a 3 Um, Get well, KD. Get well, Klay. You no, know, it was unfortunate, but that happens. Championships are based on 50% luck, 50% health. You know? You got to get lucky. Kawhi hit a good shot in game seven against the Sixers. That's luck. They stayed healthy. There was no major injuries. Kawhi was good. Kyle Lowry was actually good for the first time in his fucking life. Danny Green was solid. Ibaka was good. Marcus Saul was like, yo, that team. This was like the Dallas Mavericks team that beat LeBron that year. That's what I would compare them to. So Kawhi's on his dirt shit. He took a team full of veterans and some scrubs to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? Look at that Dallas team. You had dirt, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, Eric Dampier. Who else was on that team? Fucking, uh, 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 Devin Harris. Uh, who else was on that, that fucking team? J.J. Barea and, and sorry to the ladies there. I, mean, I don't know basketball, but, um, so anyway, you know, it was mostly Dirk, though. Dirk didn't have a, a number two guy. It was the it was no, no help. He didn't have a great all-star helper. He got Jason Kidd, cool, but Jason Kidd was older, you know? Um, but this would be like equivalent to that, to that, uh, 2011 team. But, hey. They got one Dirk got his one And that was good enough Dirk got one He got one on Braun too The Heat Braun That was important uh, Kawhi got one on the Heat Braun Locked him up for five games And now he got one on Curry too So Salute to the uh, Raptors And Drake And all of that shit That's all beautiful Um, Now we in a better mood now We be good Now we now we going Now we rocking Now Other topics Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes against colorism Tory Lane's against colorism. Now he was on a video shoot. Now the details were: this was not even Tory's video. A lot of the news that came out recently was that oh, that was Tory Lane's own video, and he was, it was uh, he basically set that up, and it was fake and it was staged. But the details came out: that video was from three months ago. That was not Tory's video. It was actually somebody else's, and that uh, it's just not like Tory just really did that. Like it was a real deal. I believe. Tory did that. If it's, a, if it's a publicity stunt, it's a poor publicity stunt. Like this this it went viral, but it ain't. You know, we rather your music. This chick tape, chick tape five. He said that he's waiting for Trey songs. Trey, what happened? Do the fucking song so we get this tape, man. Please. I don't know if y'all familiar with Tory Lanez chick tape, chicks tape series. It's probably the best R and B music Tory could ever do. Like he has chick tapes better than his albums. Like, Chicks Tape 4 was fucking classic. Chicks Tape 3, classic. Chicks Tape 2, fire. Chick Tape 1, nah, he was new. He was new, Tory. He was broke, Tory. Give him that, that slot. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, look, Drake had comeback season. It wasn't the best. But we don't talk about that. We don't talk about comeback season. We go from so far gone and on. We nobody looks at the other, other early shit. Because Drake had a couple tapes that was doo-doo. Comeback season and Room for Improvement were trash. But... You know, Drake had to get better, and everybody gets better. And We're not gonna hold that against Drake. We not. He's a legend. <laughs> Yo, protect Drake at all costs. Protect him. Um. Uh. Let's see now. Yeah, the Tory thing. Basically, the director tried to pull the dark skin girl out of the shot to put in a light skin girl, and Tory was like, "No, don't fucking take her out. No, leave her. Take her. No, leave her. Or bring them both." don't fucking take the dark skin girl what are you doing so you should have seen the girl's face when Tori did that I was like thank you Tori like wow and I heard she came out and said some shit too like you know anything for clout anything for clout but um, shout out to Tori doing that that was uh, admirable and that was uh, that was dope and shout out to all the dark skin queens the chocolate girls we love y'all listen the chocolate girls be having the fattest asses these light skin girls be having blemishes on their butt. hey Listen, Dawson girls with stretch marks on their cheeks. Ooh, <laughs> you have not lived, my man. Dawson girls with stretch marks on the cheeks. Oh my, God. are you done, nigga? I'm done, I'm done. The best butt. It's like a, it's like a, like a chocolate tiger. Oh man, oh. I'm just envisioning it right now. Like just looking down and seeing that butthole. <laughs> Hold on, work will be here. Listen to you see the butthole, right? you see yourself. All right, I'm in there, I'm doing my thing. Now you look to the left, you see the stretch. Ooh, squeeze that. See the left the right side. Stretch. Slap that. Mm, and you grabbing ball. Let me stop. Um moving forward. But yes, I do appreciate all the dark skin women. All women in general. I don't even want to make it a color thing. I love all women. I love all women are beautiful. No matter your complexion. White, black, light skin, dark skin, yellow, green, purple. Y'all are all beautiful. I love all the ladies. Don't love your wigs, but I love y'all. I love y'all. The wig is not you. (laughs) Um, O.J. Simpson. Now, um... (laughs) O.J. Okay, let's 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 get it. Let's get an O.J. for a minute. (laughs) O.J. Simpson join Twitter. Now listen, I know a lot of people will be like, why are you clapping? Listen, he joined Twitter. He didn't do anything. But, his reason for joining Twitter is what's a little scary now. I'm going to let OJ talk for himself because, um, he's going crazy. OJ's going crazy. So let's, let's, uh, let's, first let me find the video because this happened over the weekend. And this shit was super crazy. Okay, here we go. The world, this is
1: yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care.
0: OJ Simpson has a Twitter. You can follow him at the real OJ32. His caption, his uh his bio. If you don't see it here, I didn't say it. Okay? Now. OJ clarifies some things that he's heard. He's heard rumors for years of him being Chloe's daddy. So I'm not going to lie. The fact that Social media can be used in this way is a great thing. You can actually clear shit up from your own mouth. Like, hey, that's not true. Hey, that's not true. Up, oh, that's a lie. Um It's pretty dope to me. I mean, when, when Instagram is used, when Twitter, when social media is used in the right parameters, it is a great tool. When it gets negative is when I don't like it. So, let me find this video OJ.
1: Here we go hello twitter world this is uh yours truly you know this is my first venture into the social media world and uh, it's amazing <laughs> you know especially how quickly they can put up counterfeit sites anyway we'll deal with that um my life has always been involved in the sports world and i suspect as the weeks goes on that's pretty much what we'll be talking about but once in a while i'm gonna go off topic and talk about something else uh, and this is one of those times you know bob Kardashian. He's like a brother to me. He's a great guy. He met and married uh, Chris, and they really had a terrific time together when they were together. Uh, unfortunately, that ended. But never, and I want to stress, never in any way, shape, or form had I ever had any interest in Chris romantically or sexually, and I never got any indication that she had any interest in me. So all of these stories are just bogus, bad, you know, tasteless. Uh, hello, um, Chloe. Uh, like all the girls, I'm very proud of, just like I know Bob would be uh, if he was here, but the simple facts of the matter is uh, she's not mine. Now, one of the people who spread this rumor is a guy that the media loves to say is my manager. I had one manager in my whole life, Chuck Barnes, when I came out of USC for three years. Unfortunately, he died about 45 years ago, but even before he died, I opened my own office. With uh, the help of Skip Taft, my lawyer, my um, two assistants, Marilyn O'Brien, the late Marilyn O'Brien, and Kathy Randa. Um, and I've always managed my own affairs, and I like to think very successfully. So when you see these guys like Norm and these guys claim that they're my um, manager, it's just not true. I may have done a deal here or there with them, but none of these guys have ever was anything remotely. Um,
0: there you have it. OJ is not Chloe's daddy, according to him. Now, I don't know who started these rumors, but it was a rumor. It's a rumor going for a long time. Oh, that's OJ baby, and Chris fucked OJ, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, it's just cool to see like the OGs integrate social media into their lives. Now, somebody I would personally love to see on Instagram would be Dave Chappelle. I would love to see Dave Chappelle on Instagram. I would love to see Jay-Z on Instagram. I would love to see uh, Beyonce use Instagram with herself and her words more. She does put captions here and there, but there's no personality on Beyonce's page. She's never posted a story of just her and Jade chilling like normal shit. Like, bitch, what do you do? Like, niggas want to see you chilling. Like, are you home? Like, do you watch TV? What do you watch, Beyonce? Is there a series on Netflix that you just love? Like, We don't know anything about her. We don't know what she likes to eat. We don't know what she likes to drink. We don't know what's her favorite. We don't know shit, and maybe like she wants it that way. But I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's only so long people are gonna fucking care about this mysterious shit. Like I personally, me personally, I could give a fuck about Beyonce. Like outside of music, no interest in her at all. She's a married woman. She's a family woman. You know, like, what the fuck? She makes music. I love it, and and that's it. That's cool. I take. I'll accept that. Um. But it's just like, damn, like, it's a different era now. Like, you kind of, like, you don't do interviews. You don't talk to anyone. Like, why? I know, I know you can't control what people are going to ask you. They're going to try you. And she's going to go to the breakfast club, they're going to try her. Charlemagne has to. It's in his blood to try you. He is going to say something. Even though he loves Beyonce, as a journalist and as a radio personality, this interview will make you big as fuck if you do it the right way. Now, I know that they control who they speak to, and she rather put out her own content for independent reasons and everything like that. But be a human sometimes, too, you know? We want to see your emotions, like, you know, come on. You don't got to post your kids. Ain't nobody asking you to do that. Just yourself, like, you know, guys, one of me and Jay's favorite shows is such and such. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, everybody else does it. Like, what the fuck? You don't got to post your personal business, bro. Like, I'm not asking Jay to post his jewelry collection. And I'm not asking, you know, just to talk sports. I would love to see what Jay-Z thought about the finals. They'll never know unless you get around them, and that's very rare. So, you know. Anywho, OJ, that's what's up, man. Salute to OJ Simpson. Um, I heard, I don't know how true this is, but I heard he sent knife emojis to some nigga in a DM on Twitter. Don't fuck with OJ. He has kidnapped a nigga, and he did his time. Um, <laughs> we ain't fucking with that. Nothing, you know what I'm saying. At a point, you gotta chill. You know I mean, um, what else is going on? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Who is this? Kerry Hilson is in the studio. Don't no, don't nobody want no Kerry Hilson music. <laughs> you ain't had a hit since 2008. Go sit down. You, look, you and Serge Ibaka broke up. It's, it's over. Um, what the fuck is going on? Uh I had something else written down. Let me look. Ah, Kanye. Sick of him, but uh, he uh, one of his uh, one of his um, a record uh released or leaked with uh him talking about Drake wearing Adidas and. He's only doing Nike shit for promo and all this. And I heard there's a J. Cole dissing there somewhere because Cole been coming at him, but it's like, dude. You know what, though? I'm going to keep it a bean. I don't even want to talk about Kanye. I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. So we're going to skip that. I'm not doing that. I refuse. I refuse. Fuck him. You, got, you know, you got to choose where you put your energy. You got to choose what you choose to allow into your world, into your psyche. You have to be selective. With things, because these things linger in your mind. You know? Um, I was watching... Now, here's the thing, right? I was watching the BT. Was it BT? No, something on country music TV. I don't know what award show that was. But, um... Love and Hip Hop won like best reality show. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, they beat like Jersey Shore and like like a couple other reality shows, and people were pretty upset about that. Um, I just want the world to know nobody cares that that happened. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. It's fake now. Like we know that this is like adult wrestling. So reality TV is like wrestling for adults. Like people would sit there and say, oh, wrestling is fake. But you watch Love and Hip Hop. That's not real. That's not real. Y'all thought Spice really bleached her skin. Y'all did. Y'all really thought she bleached her skin. Y'all was reposting the meme. Y'all was posting the picture of her with the white skin. Y'all really did. On the show, Mimi thought she did it for real. And had a problem with why she did it. Mimi, you are you US Indian. Do you even understand the culture of that? To be the, the person that got outraged? Are you that? Are you in spice? That cool? It's fake, bro. Shut. The- <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. Um. Ot Genesis is still, crip walking, off With Blue bandana. He's like, a super crip. This nigga will see walk. He will see walk on your mama, nigga. <laughs> But, um, happy birthday to him. O.C. Genesis, he turned 32. That's a blessing. God bless you, brother. Wish you nothing but success. More success. More wins. Um. Bow Wow owed 50 cents some money. Now. (laughs) That's not news. That's just funny. Uh, Bow Wow and 50 was in the club with Lil Duvall. And 50... Had some money. Bow Wow decided to take it, put it in his waistband, and he left with that money. Um, fifty. You know, don't play about his money, and wanted the money by Monday. Bow Wow paid. <laughs> and can you blame him? I don't want no smoke with fifty, bro. You not dropping. No, no, I ain't. I'm not. I'm not the one to be uh own oh, 50 cent money I'm not that's not something I'm looking to do that nigga's crazy <laughs> um now uh what else is happening here now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the show now let's do this today or yesterday rather i posted um few stories i want to dive into and, and uh, further speak on right so um yesterday i was talking about um you know when you reach a certain level of maturity you have what i call selective energy and that's basically you choosing where to spend your said energy meaning the things that used to upset you don't upset you anymore because you've grown to the point where you know, okay, that almost usually would piss me off. I'm going to let it slide because I don't want to be mad right now. I can't let that upset me right now. I'm actually having a good day before that happened. And why should I not have a good day because that happened? I'm going to keep having a good day. Like those things are choices. And I tell people happiness is a choice because it is. You have to choose to be happy. Being depressed and being sad, that is a choice. Well, not depression. Being sad is a choice. you choosing to sit there and be upset about things. Not sad. Upset. You're choosing to be mad about something. Being angry is controllable. Being sad, you can't really control being sad. Like sadness is sadness. You be- if something happened and it made you cry, cry. It's okay to cry. I'm going to get into that too. But um, learn where to dis- 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 disperse your energy. And come into things with a, a positive mindset. People wake up every day and complain about going to work. But if you didn't have a job, you would be you, you, you would compl- have a real reason to complain then, right? Don't complain. Oh, my God. I'm at work wishing I was home. But you know you want to get paid. I know. That's why I came. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Quit. You don't like your job. Quit. You don't like working. Quit. Nobody's making you have a job. Oh, no. I got, I got bills. So shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You don't like your job, quit. Nobody wants to read your stories about complaining. Oh my God, it's still 9 o'clock. Yo, shut up. Shut up. Everybody's at work. We all have jobs. We are not all rich. Okay? You motherfuckers, kill me, man. Kill me. Like, I actually like my job. Even if I when I didn't like my job, I liked my job. Like, like when I worked at Foot Action, I liked that job. I didn't like all the people, but I liked the job. It was fun for me. I like, I liked that. I like talking and interacting and being around people and me joking and we making money, we selling shoes and everything's good. Some days you'll be tired. Yeah, I'm tired today. Don't feel like running up and down the stairs. All right, whatever. But for the most part, when I used to come to work, I wasn't like, Oh my God. It was like, all right, I'm with gang today. We, uh, What's the joke? What's the jokes today? I ain't been here since Thursday. It's Saturday now. What I miss. Put me on. What's going on? What's this? What's, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all, Why do y'all go to work with such negative energy? Especially at a place of where you make your living. If you go in there with those intentions, you're not going to ever succeed because you're looking at things from a negative. I went to work every day positive. I'm going in. I'm happy I'm to be here. And through hard work and all of that, you get promoted. Like Things can happen if you go into these things positively. But anyway, let me read this. This was yesterday's word. You know you've reached a certain level of maturity when you are selective as to what upsets you. Nothing is a waste of my time. I can learn from everything. There is a lesson in everything. Self-awareness and self-control is an art that most never master. However, where you put your energy, thoughts, and feelings is completely up to you. Situations don't work? Cool. But why are you sad? The lessons learned are right in front of you if you remove emotion and add logic. That right there is almost everybody's issue. You're not putting logic in front of your emotion. You need to think more. Don't go, don't make decisions based off your emotion because it'll be the wrong one. You won't mean it. It, You you will always go back on what you did because you did it when you felt the way. Take that away. Calm down first. Let the sweat dry off and then grab the cannon. Listen, you have to relax. Calm yourself. Go smoke a blunt. Take a walk. Go punch a wall. Sit down. Take as much time as you need before you respond to this shit because you want to respond in a logical manner. You want time to pass. There are times that people don't agree with everything I do as far as how I handle negative situations or how I feel about how I handle when I'm upset. But I do that because I don't want to make a bigger mistake. So if I just don't speak to you for a little while, respect that. If I don't want to talk, respect that because I'm doing that for me. I'm taking time to process what I didn't like. Like If something happened to me and it made me upset, okay, let me sit back and process this. Yeah, I blocked you for a couple days. I had to do that for me. I had to stop the communication because I didn't want to say something that I couldn't come back from out of emotion. I would rather come back logically with a clear level head and move forward that way. Now, I know you might not understand that process and that might not make sense to you, but this is for me. Like I always tell y'all, it's never about you. It's always about me. I have to take care of my mental health. You can't do that for me. I'm responsible for me. So therefore, if me and you have an issue and I separate myself, allow that time to pass. Allow me that. Allow me that time to think and clear my head. Allow me that. People need that. You have to let people have their space. If you said some stupid shit to somebody. And they feel a way about it and you don't and now you regret it like, oh, my God, I I, I should have never said. okay," but you did. So at this point now, I feel a way about that. Let me handle that. Let me step back from you for a little while. Let me calm down. There's no harm in that. There's no harm in giving a person space when they're triggered, when they're upset. Okay, be a be a human being. Understand that everybody doesn't work on your time. Everything doesn't work on your on your time. Everything is on God's time. So. You have to move that way. Things aren't going to happen for you when you want them to because you don't you don't deserve it right now. If it was up to me, I'd be on. I'd be successful already. But there's a reason why I'm not where I want to be yet. And it's not for me to know. Everything is not for you to know. The reason I'm not Charlemagne yet or I'm not Joe Budden yet, it's unbeknownst to me. It's not for me to know. God knows, though. And I'm okay with that. Because you know what? It'll all be worth it in the end. Even if it never works out, I tried. And we're going to get to that too. Uh, Okay, where am I? The lessons learned are right in front of you if you remove emotion and add logic. Ask yourself, why did this happen? Take responsibility for your part and forgive them for theirs. You should instead be excited for your next situation going into it with all you've learned. Life is like school and your intellect and experiences tell you how far you are. Now I say that because there are a lot of people still in elementary school emotionally you haven't grown you didn't get to high school yet you're not in college you are still a child emotionally which is why a lot of grown people are doing petty things because emotionally you are a child you need payback when you feel weight somebody hurt you you want to hurt them back that is what children do oh you hit me hit them back but hitting them back just starts a fight and now we're not friends anymore because i kept hitting you back no somebody has to be like yo just stop don't hit me no more. And then you move forward right there. That's it. Now, how we hit, if I, I kept trying to pay you back, oh, he hit me, hit him back. Oh, hit me back, hit him again. Oh, he, now we fighting. Now we fighting. Now we bleeding. We, we fucking each other up. We trying to kill each other now because of nobody was the bigger person that said, hold on, just stop. I'm not going to hit you back. I'm going to just tell you, this, don't hit me again. Right there. Period. Now, if that person keeps hitting you, then you know they don't respect you and you move forward. But hitting them back, it doesn't get anywhere. An eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. We're going to be out here with no eyes trying to get up. Well, I got to poke these eyes out too. Fuck that. We both going to be blind. Now you're stupid. You're stupid. The fuck out of here. Next. Okay. Now, this one is about personal growth. This one is about moving forward. This one is about taking ownership Of your own well being in life. Allow yourself to heal. The answer to self healing is solitude. There is no way around it. You have to become comfortable being by yourself for a while. That's in all aspects. Take time for yourself and do things by yourself. Running around, running to be around your friends is only prolonging the inevitable. You will have to face your emotions whether you like it or not. Taking full responsibility and ownership of who. Of who and where you are in life is necessary to grow to the next step. Keeping busy is also not the answer because you're just adding more to a full plate. Now, I see a lot of people when they get hurt or when they go through a heartbreak or when they go through a disappointment. They begin to make themselves extremely busy. They have to go get two more jobs. They have to go back to school. They have to move. They have to do something drastic. And all of those things are just placeholders for the inevitable. All of that shit you're doing is great. You should have been doing that before the hurt. I, un- I never understand how men and women will be in a relationship for years and the minute the relationship's and you want to lose weight now. Now you want to go back to school. Now you want to chase your dreams. Why didn't you do that in the relationship? Why did that relationship stagnate you to where you couldn't live your life? We have to take responsibility for our actions. You chose that. Nobody made you not do that. I doubt your significant other told you, hey, what are you trying to be a fucking writer? Stop that writing shit. Are you trying to be a painter? Don't paint no more. You with me. No, I highly doubt that happened. What happened was you became relationship heavy and all your energy went into it and you forgot the things that kept you sane. You forgot the things that made you happy. And now you put all your happiness into a person and people are often temporary. Everybody's not meant to be in your life forever And it hurts when they leave And you put your all into them Which is why you don't put your all into a person That hasn't put their all into you You reciprocate in life If somebody loves you And you 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 should love them back That person loves you And it, it, especially when it's like Genuine This person would give you the, sh- the clothes off their back And you would shit on that person You're the one that's fucked up Not them you should reciprocate that energy. If that person would give you their last, you should return that same favor. If you can borrow from your friend, they should be able to borrow from you. Hey, man, you got $50 till next week. Oh, no doubt, bro. Here you go. Now, when they come back, yo, bro, can I get $50? Ah oh, damn, man. I, don't, I ain't even... And you lying. And you lying. And he didn't do that to you. You the one that got a problem. It's you. So when those people treat you that way and treat you differently because of how you did them, don't blame them. It was your ass. If you won't slow down on your own, God will do it for you. Trust me. You won't like it when He's forced upon you. Listen to the signs you know. Listen to the signs. You know better already. Just go through your journey. Take the time. Stop worrying about everything around you and worry about yourself. Happiness comes from clarity and self-love. Until you yourself, until you love yourself, it is impossible for someone else to love you because you aren't really aren't fully healed yet. Face your demons head on and defeat them. Then you rebuild your new world with your newfound wisdom and clarity. And it is to, that's for people that are going through personal issues. There are a lot of demons people face daily. You have to face them head on. Stop running. They're going to follow you. It, it's your shadow. It's your shadow. It is literally attached to you. You cannot shake it. These problems are in you constantly. I have a friend. I'm not going to put her business out there. She's going through a rough time. Be hung out and she she's she's tearing up and I'm asking her what's wrong. She's looking at me and shaking her head. No. And I'm like that, that, that apprehension of you not being able to express what you feel is going to keep you in that place you're in for the, as long as you let it. You have to make the decision. Fuck this. I'm letting it go. This is what's wrong with me. I'm professing it. I'm letting it out. This is what's happening. Help me. Can somebody help me? And that's, that's, that's the hardest thing for people to do is say, help me. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong. Now, if you don't have help and you're asking, that can be depressing. But to have help available to you and you being so stubborn and set in your ways that you won't even ask for it, you deserve to be where you are. You're holding yourself in a place you don't need to be. And you're miserable. And you won't even change your circumstance because of your pride. That is idiotic. You're keeping yourself in a bad place on purpose and you're blaming everybody else around you. Oh, this is why, this is the, no, no, it's you. You have to let that shit go. It's not hard. It's a choice. It's a decision. Happiness is a choice. You mean to tell me that you you rather sit there and fight these battles alone when you don't have to? you rather struggle when you don't have to? Then you deserve what you have. You deserve to be miserable then. You deserve that. Don't fucking kick, don't do it don't complain how could you complain when you don't even ask for help nobody you I can see if nobody's helping you and you telling them you put it all out there and nobody's getting back to you at that point you can feel how you want to feel sure'm I'm, I'm looking and sometimes when you when that happens it's you're supposed to help yourself that's why that's happening sometimes you're not nah you gotta go through this alone and I, it's just unfortunate that from the outside looking in, you can see right through their issues, but they can't see that. They can't fathom it. And you have, like I say all the time, you have to let people go through their things. Once they, you know, it's an emotional roller coaster. I got off my ride already. I'm, de- I'm here. I'm delivered here. I'm here to help you. I've been through that shit. I've been through my emotional, mental things, and I've got through them. And I'm here. I'm, I'm here to help you get through yours. But you got to be willing to listen to somebody. I went through this. I was the same. I didn't listen to nobody. I didn't want to hear nothing. My business failed, bro. My sneaker business is completely dead. It's my fault. <laughs> the entire time that I was doing these things, people were telling me, "Save your money." People were telling me, "Yo, incorporate your brand. Yo, you need to start marketing more. You need to put more money into toward this." And I would not listen. I thought I knew it all. And when things started to crumble and I went back to these same people and asked for help, they told me, "It's too late now. Now I don't want to help you. You wouldn't listen." I'm not going to I'm not going to give you advice. You do what you want to do and then you just come back like, hey, I'll take your advice now. It don't work like that. No, you got to learn to listen to somebody in the moment. Don't wait till you try to figure it out and it failed and you come back. Hey, you still got that help? Fuck you. No, I don't. I don't because I could have saved you a whole world of hurt had you listened. I knew what, I knew this was going to happen to you. And I tried to save it from save you from that. I tried to save you from yourself, but you wanted to be hard-headed. You had to go through it on your own, right? Fine. Let people go through that. And then let them continue to struggle because you cannot take on stresses from other people. You can't. It'll bring you down. As you gotta love people enough to let them just go through things and watch from a distance. Next. This one hit right here. A lot of people reposted this one because it hit them in a way that they needed to hear this. Whenever I put this this is when they when whenever it reached them, they needed this. So Part three from yesterday's word. Let me get right on the mic so I can be clear as possible and everybody can hear me. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to not be okay. Just know the bad times are necessary for the good and they don't last forever. God will make you extremely uncomfortable before the blessing. It's part of the process. So when he blesses you with what was meant for you, you'll appreciate it and remember what it took to get there. Life gets easier the more you are willing to grow. You have to want better for yourself. You have to believe the pain and discomfort is temporary. It's up to you. Do you want to be the best you? Are you putting in the personal time to get better? Are you facing your problems head on? Are you coming to terms with the past decisions, with your past decisions and being okay with your mistakes and regrets? All of that is part of the process. Before you can forgive someone else, forgive yourself first. A lot of people don't do that. You made mistakes, it's okay. We all do. That's not the end of your story. It gets better. Just keep going. Never stop. Never give up. Always know that that there is no timetable on getting yourself together. Take your time. Nobody can live your life but you. (laughs) Nobody can live your life but you. Only you. You are the only one that can live your life. Therefore, you got to take responsibility for yourself and everything about you. Everything. If there's something wrong with you, you have to put the work in to fix that shit. Ain't nobody going to save you. Nobody owes you nothing. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to want to be better. You owe it to yourself to try and fix the past and mend things. Mistakes that you've made, you can you can fix them if they're allowed. You've done somebody wrong, reach out to that person. Have a conversation. If they If you cannot have a conversation and that person does not want to have a conversation, that's fine. You move on. I tried. I did my part. Now it's up to them. That's it. You wash your hands of it. Stop forcing relationships. Stop forcing people to come back to your life. There's a reason that they're gone. Some people are t- are forever. Some people are not. You got to be cool with that. You got to be okay with people not wanting to fuck with you. Everybody's not going to fuck with you forever. You can't just shit on people and just expect them to always be there. It's not it's not realistic. It's not. How many chances is somebody supposed to give you? You know what I'm saying? It gets to a point where it just becomes whatever, whatever, all right, whatever, all right, whatever. I don't even care no more. I'm, whatever. It gets to that. And it's because you allowed it. You let things get to that, whatever point. You got to check yourself. And in today's word for Tuesday, Learn how to conquer your apprehensions. We often hold ourselves back because of lack of faith. You have to believe it will work and be okay if it doesn't. At least you tried. Go into situations not weighing options, but instead taking chances. Overthinking will eventually lead to missed opportunities, whether it be relationships, personal goals, or commitments. Sometimes you just have to jump without fear. Having fear before the result is visible is quitting before you try. Why would you ever quit on yourself? Your pathway to happiness and success 100% depends on you. Get out of your own way and do that shit. And I want y'all to check out that Tyrese book. That's called How to Get Out Your Own Way. Tyrese Gibson, to the, yeah, the, the baby boy. Tyrese wrote a book, and I believe that was 2006 or seven. How to Get Out of Your Own Way. A lot of people are not where they want to be because of themselves, and they don't even know it. Your apprehension, your second guessing, your overthinking. You got to remove that. You have to just learn to just do shit and live with it. Everything is not going to be perfect. Everything is not in your control. Okay? Everybody wants things to be right, but that's just not real. So people think if I can't have it my way, I just won't do it at all. But then you don't get anywhere. You're going to have to jump. You're going to have to jump. On the other side of fear is glory. I know you're afraid. I know you're scared and you don't know It's the unknowing is scary. I want to do this, but I just don't know how it's going to work out. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how things are going to work out. If that was the case, God wouldn't exist. Faith wouldn't exist. You are not supposed to know everything. Everything is not for you to fucking know. And you got to understand that when the time comes for you, you'll be ready because God made it that way. God made it, made you ready. Your time is not dependent upon you and when you think you're ready. You could think whatever the fuck you want to think. If you're not ready by God, he's not giving you that blessing. You got to earn that shit. He's going to put you through some shit to make you really like Whenever you get it, you're like, okay, I get. And now I know why I didn't get it back then because I would have fucked that up. I'm ready now. Thank you. Lord. Thank you, God, for giving me the blessing that I've been asking for. But it just I felt like it was never going to come. And it didn't come because you weren't ready. You have to get out of your own way. People are apprehensive to everything nowadays. They don't know what they want to eat. They don't know what they want to wear. They don't know who they want to be with. They don't know what they want to listen to. It's too many options. You have to make a decision. You got to jump. You have to jump. You're going to hold up the entire line, holding yourself there. You're at the edge. You're just like, ah, ah, I see all the shit down there that I want, but I'm just so scared. What if I don't make it? How would you know if you don't jump? How would you know? You, you're never going to know. And then you're looking at people jump and, and succeed. And you're like, damn, why are they succeeding? Because they took the fucking jump. They weren't holding themselves back. They got out their way. Get out your fucking way. Get out of there. When I did a, started this podcast, I had no idea where it would go. All I knew was I did two podcasts prior and they didn't work. And I was like, I like podcasting. I did stand up and I, I was cool. And it just wasn't for me anymore. I do want to get back into it, and I am. I am definitely getting back into comedy because it's something that I never gave up on. I just fell back because I wanted to observe and see what was what. Now I see the wave is the internet, but I'm not a I'm not a skit guy. I've been talking about doing skit. I'm not a skit guy. What the fuck I look like doing a skit? I'm a grown man. And, and, and to the people that do skits, I mean, if they funny, cool. But a lot of them shits, 90% of these Instagram comedians are garbage. 90%. 90 95%. They can't go on a stage for five minutes and kill. You think you could put fucking uh 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 King Karan or, or one of these one of these lame ass Instagram niggas or that fat nigga Robbie's world, you think you could put these niggas on stage for five minutes and people would laugh at what they're saying because of your lame ass fucking skits? You niggas are trash, and I'm not even saying that to be offensive to you and to disrespect you, but as a comedian, because I've done stand-up. Since 2010 to 2014, I did stand-up without Instagram. Never did a skit in my life on Instagram. I did stand-up before Instagram existed. When it was YouTube and it was fucking Twitter and it was fucking Facebook. Me. Nobody came to my fucking shows. Half the niggas that follow me don't even know I did stand-up before because I don't put that out there like that. But I did. I got YouTube links you can go look at. I tried doing the show Before podcasting was big Me and my homegirl Ayana Had True Talk TV on YouTube Look it up True Talk TV Mark and Ayana. Look it up True Talk TV on, on YouTube Y'all listening to this right now Pause the show Go to your YouTube app Search True Talk TV You're gonna see me there I was 25, 26 years old Young Still had a out and all that Had waves and shit Yeah Me and um we had a lot of fun. We were ahead of our time. We were ahead of our time. And I don't regret none of that shit because it groomed me for now. So um you know. Hold on. Cause um I gotta stop answering DMs on the air. Sorry, I lost my whole point. Um, Yeah, be, uh, ah, shit, I forgot what I was saying. Fuck it, it's oh, yeah, these niggas are trash. And, uh, they didn't do stand up. Basically, that's what I was saying. They don't do stand up. That's real comedy. The funniest people in the world have got on the stage and killed. You love Dave Chappelle, right? Stand up comedian. You love Chris Rock, stand up comedian. You love Martin, stand up comedian. You love Steve Harvey, stand-up comedian, Bernie Mac. Dio, the list goes on and on and on, and they all paid their dues. Eddie Murphy, Richard, Br- they all became movie stars because of their stand-up. They were naturally funny. Kevin Hart, still probably the only—he don't even have to do this shit no more. Kevin Hart don't have to stand on another stage if he don't want to, but he is now the biggest comedian in the world. Kevin Hart, a black man. Now, is Kevin Hart funny? At this point, no. Nobody really cares for his comedy at this point because he doesn't make it personal. Everything is really just jokes. Everything is some fictional bullshit. People don't relate to that. That's clean, kitty bullshit comedy. We want to hear the shit, the real shit, Kev. We want to hear real jokes. We want to hear you diss a nigga. Talk about somebody. Talk about some hood shit. This is why I like Mike Epps. Mike Epps going to keep it real. He going to talk about everything. Real situations. Real shit. He going to talk about celebrity shit. But, hey, everybody ain't going to do what you want to do, right? So whatever. But um, overall, these niggas is trash. I trash of trash, all of them. And, and they feel a way, and if anybody hears this and they cool with them niggas, let them know the Fresh Fiend said, King Karan is fucking trash, and that Robbie's real, that fat, sloppy, ugly nigga, he's trash too. And I have friends that know that nigga personally. I don't give a fuck how they feel. That nigga's corny. Stop doing skits with him. You're bringing yourself down. That's a fact. I know down south that might work for y'all, but to the rest of the world, it is tr- corny. We don't laugh at that shit. It's not funny. To my cousin, stop DMing me these trash niggas. Stop DMing me these fake, these whack-ass videos. Y'all sense of humor is weird. A lot of these skits don't be... F- stop sending me these shits. Um. Next. Uh, I want to talk about uh, 90, it, it's not, episode 95. So we're going to take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back to 1995. Now, the year 95, OJ, that shit happened. The Knicks were good. They were in the finals against the Rockets. They lost.
2: Are you dumb? <laughs> Are you dumb?
0: Fuck the Knicks. Dumb. Fuck out of here. Oh, I forget to mention Anthony Davis was traded to the Lakers. They gave up four first-round picks for this nigga. Bro, y'all do know LeBron is, he, this is the end of LeBron's career. He's not going to be there the next 20 years. Y'all traded away y'all future for a temporary moment. Like, th- this is what the Knicks do. The Lakers are moving Like You traded four first-round picks, bro, to the Pelicans, who are going to draft, now are going to draft Zion Williamson. They have Lonzo Ball, who is undeveloped, yet he's still young. And you gave them uh, Brandon Ingram, also undeveloped. Very young. These kids in like they're not even over twenty five yet. You just gave them a point guard, a small forward, and a two guard. You gave them a future. And, oh, <laughs> the future's the Pelicans right now. The fuck? <laughs> so now Kyrie will probably go to LA. Kimber Walker, we don't know. Mm. Um is not staying in Toronto. He's not. Um, I don't care what they do; it's not staying. Um, Al Horford has said he's leaving the Celtics. Can't blame him. He wants to win a championship. If I'm him, I'm going to the Lakers. Yeah, come off the bench behind Anthony Davis. Put you do your numbers. Get a championship. I mean, the league is wide open now. The Warriors are out the way. KD's out. We don't know where he's gonna go no more. Um, Clay is out for a little while. We just got Stephen Draymond right now. So. Chris Paul is having beef with the Houston Rockets. Him and are not getting along. Um, they want him gone. They're making him the bad guy. Uh, this is not the first time Chris Paul has been made the bad guy. He was also made the bad guy in LA. And they moved him because of him and Doc Rivers are having issues. Uh it's just to the point now Chris Paul is gonna be they're gonna rondo him. And what happened with the rondo is like teams will not commit to you. You'll get a year contract, see how it goes, and if you're good, we'll bring you back. That's disrespectful. Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer, first ballot. Um, is he a winner? Is he a champion? No. Can he help a team win a championship? Sure. I just think he can't be a first or second option. Chris Paul at this point has to just play his role. He has to do what Jason Kidd did for Dallas. You just gonna have to be a good player that was a, that's a that was a great player at one point. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta find his role. Like he can still start, but you can't. Don't expect the all-star votes because he's not getting them anymore. Um, you know, the respect is always going to be there. Chris Paul can ball. But he has to uh, understand where he stands in his career at this point. Your health is a concern because you always get hurt in the playoffs every year. Except for this year. This year he was okay. But ah, it's just unfortunate. Um, now, yeah, now, 95. We're on episode 95. Yeah, the OJ shit happened. The Knicks was in the playoffs and the finals and all this bullshit. But, um... Summer 95, I turned 10. Yeah, I turned 10 years old. Um... I forget what grade I was in. I believe fifth grade. Uh... That's when I had moved to... Canarsie, I moved to Glenwood Projects in 1995. Um... Well, the summer of '94, but that was my first school year. Um, at 251, I used to go to PS 41 in Brownsville when I was a kid and shit. From kindergarten to fourth grade, I went to PS 41. Uh, shout out to Tilden Projects in Brownsville. That's, you know, that's where I first lived and came up. Uh, 315 Lavonia Ave. You know, that was my old hood right under the three train. Um and we moved to Glenwood projects, Glenwood houses, and um, you know, Biggie was still out here. Pac was still out here. Yeah, I um you know I've been around, man. So um we go and play some let's play a couple jams from um 1995. Like I don't think y'all know the music scene in 95. A lot of y'all niggas is young. A lot of y'all might have been born in 95. You listening to this now? You was born in '95. You're now what, 24, something like that, 25, 24. So let's play some tunes This is this is old school to y'all niggas, but we grew up to this. The legendary Bone Thugs in Harmony. This was their first big record. They were signed to EZE. e You know what I'm saying? They was from fucking Cleveland.
2: Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up.
0: Yeah, I still remember this video. I remember when these niggas first came out, they rapped so fast, we didn't know what the fuck they were saying, but it was fire. And the shit that's so trash is like... You know that song I remember as a kid, right? And then to hear it remixed. This is the game featuring Tiger and Chris Brown. So to hear this remixed Yo, and yes. To hear this song remixed as an adult, it's like, wait, that song not even that old. But it is. Because it's a generation of kids that don't know this song. But niggas know this song. So when they hear that beat, ain't that Game song? No, this that's where Game got it from. Yeah. I'm just you know, Just give me all those niggas a little something. You know what I'm saying? So now, we go back. To 95. When D'Angelo first came out. Niggas don't even remember this video. They only remember him near naked. But that was years later. That was 2000. The How Does It Feel record where he was butt ass looking like he was getting that neck. With his shirt off. With the meek braids. But niggas don't remember. Angelo from back in the day. Let me tell you about this girl. Hey, maybe I should. I met her in and her name was Brad. She See, we've been making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade. Blood Now, this beat has also been remixed. But niggas don't remember this summer. Ah, you I wasn't outside. Niggas wasn't outside. This when niggas used to roll dice in the park. And if your basketball went over there by them niggas and hit the dice, you can have that ball, bro. (laughs) Me out. You can
2: have that ball. I went to watch out the Marriott's only on only co ops, on drop top, hoops and yachts, guzzling straight shots and scots. Formulating the plots to escape from them slot cause the scorching hot. Making it hard trying to figure who's out to trap me,
1: but tacky got on
0: Hey, the magic coming outside and it's the music. It's summer. The Johnny Pump is open. For those not from New York that don't know what a Johnny is, that's the fire hydrant we used to bust them shits open cuz it was hot outside and the sprinkler wasn't on the projects
2: you are about to bill the principles of bayana going lyric, lyrically spitting dismissing i'm on a mission and just hitting I was hitting and hitting with me is a missing wishing melissa i got trying to water while fishing bust the move and it works sure yeah. with nerve and i said it worked damn you nerd man you heard. coming from the tell a ellie and now he's a full Okay you don't millies, remember so nobody any right by nature
0: I remember, I told y'all Biggie was still alive, so was Pac. Pac was in jail, but Big was out here going crazy.
2: Niggas straight up. Uh. Did you hear me? Uh. Can I talk my shit again?
0: Uh. Niggas remember this summer.
2: Grab your dick if you love hip hop. Rub your titties if you love Big pop Gotcha, oh, open up the words oh, i say it, it, because
1: out now, who
2: smoke more OK, C's? What, did you an idiot? Listen to the lyrics. I like m ones Got mad guns up in the cabin. Cause C's ain't the one for the
0: dipping and dabbing shit. i make it happen. You got your ass caught on your soul was fired. From the Honda Passport or the MP. Uh, what, what did you just see? Then I miss you. I blow up spots like, like little sisters. Grind with your teeth. Grind with your nails. to the cuticle like Murray. My killers Eat be the, the most beautiful. Junior uh. Mafia click thick like Luke Damn. The take a the the one. over in the big, big Willie style with the, style, style with the chauffeur You know what I mean? The Bad Boy 95 was different, yo This one Puff was uh, Ear Puff
2: Y'all wasn't outside. outside.
0: I'm telling you, Biggie yeah. was that nigga. Who the fuck is a drink? I'm supposed to respect niggas like Drake when I grow up with Biggie? Oh, yeah. Are you fucking? Are you dead?
2: Y'all niggas and y'all daddy nuts. Woo. Woo.
0: niggas don't remember michael jackson was still out here in 95 this was like the song of the summer him and janet michael and janet never had a song together prior to this i don't think but when this record came out and the video came out Straight oh my god and i'm gonna I'm cut it because i don't want to you know michael jackson to get my whole podcast pulled off I don't want the state of Michael Jackson looking for me, but I'm showing love, Mike. This was Janet and Mike. Straight
1: up. Oh.
0: Niggas was an outside. I don't know how good y'all memory was, is, but I remember all my summers. And then if you walk past your aunt room on the late night, you might have heard this on and you just had to mind your business. This was 95, ladies and gentlemen. You know how much pussy niggas was getting? To Jodeci. And 95? This is when niggas wear Versace silks, linen pants and Gucci loafers, Issey Miyaki cologne and shit.
2: my eyes, wake up feeling so horny, I can't get you out of my mind, since you be all I see, oh, tell I would give tell
0: them Jojo, Just KC, whoever the fuck this was,
2: whatever
0: one of the niggas, I- this was this summer, Pac was in jail, and this song came out that summer, yeah, appreciate it. And now this song is every Mother's Day. When I was young and my mama had
2: me, seventeen years old, kicked out on. The I still street. remember the video. But back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Struggling from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules.
0: Niggas don't remember. They wasn't outside. Niggas wasn't in a car with their uncle while he was going to get his little bitch, and he had to get in his bag first. Let me go get my girl. We going to Coney Island tonight. Up. Oh. But after I drop my girl off, oh. I'm linking with my drinkers. <laughs> We going to the club. We going to the tunnel tonight. It's the tunnel music. It's 95, baby. Episode 95, summer 95. I like this. Yeah. I don't think niggas understood how important Biggie was to hip-hop. To
2: all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these
1: lyrical dishes in your bushes. Uh. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. So the back, back of the close. club, sipping my
2: witness
0: where you find me. R&B was alive and well. See, people think Soul For Real only had one hit, which was Candy Rain. They had two records. This record was fire. Aim wasn't as big as Candy Rain. But this record, when you was a little nigga, the main singer was a little nigga, and you went outside to see girls jumping rope, and Hot 97 put this shit on, and it's 88 outside, the Johnny Pump open, but the little girl jumping rope and they in their jellies. Think it's all noticed. Brandy was popping like a motherfucker This is before Moesha Moesha was like a year later But Brandy baby, had hits
2: baby, baby, baby.
0: Just the Little girls baby, listening to this And ain't even had no man <laughs> baby, <laughs> That's when Innocence was still in the world These little bitches now, it's fast They listening to Meg Thee Stallion Talking about getting their pussy and you 12 Get the fuck out of here
1: it's time to say, baby, baby, how you make me feel when you come to my.
0: Now, see, y'all saw us and didn't even really know that this record was a big record. Like, see, Now, see, when I was 10, I didn't know what five on it meant, but I knew this beat was hard, and I know the video was fire. My aunt used to bump this in the car all the time Cause she used to smoke weed Shout out to Jordan Peele for bringing that feeling back Rest in peace Left Eye TLC was a big deal 95 I used to love me some chili, boy. Chili was my favorite because she had the little baby hairs. Now bitches is gluing baby hairs. Chili had real baby hairs. Hold up. You mean to tell me Chili had real baby hairs and you bitches is gluing it? You bitches is really true. Oh, go ahead. I tell y'all, Biggie dominated 95. Y'all niggas wasn't outside. My bad, wrong, wrong
1: sound.
0: Y'all saw the episode with Biggie on Martin and thought that was regular. Nah, that was a big deal to have Biggie on your show, my nigga. Biggie wasn't on shows. I don't think y'all understood. How important Biggie was to hip hop I don't think y'all understand how much work Hov had to put in To pass this nigga off two albums Remix. I told
2: y'all
0: Michael Jackson was still out
2: here
1: Y'all didn't even know You're not here
0: Night. Oh, that's the remix. That's not the right one. Oh, they had the bootleg Shaggy. Wow, oh, my bad. I ain't even gonna do Shaggy like that. Y'all ain't even. you thought it wasn't me with Shaggy first record, but that Mr. Boombastic. Y'all don't know about that. Oh shit. All the thotties All the thotties to the dance floor right fucking now. This was the Meg Destiny in 95. Adina Howard? Nasty bitch.
2: Y'all
0: niggas wasn't outside. Y'all niggas wasn't outside. Not for real. Your moms ain't let you come outside. You wasn't in the Johnny Pump by the building, nigga. You was in the window. You wasn't at the barbecue. (laughs) You couldn't come outside, nigga. This is what we was doing. This is what niggas used to dance, bro.
2: It's just
0: one of them days Oh yeah, see? When I wanna be Y'all watch Monica now on T.I. Show But y'all don't know, Monica was top up there I, gotta I and Brandy was going at it This was a big fucking tune I always thought she was rapping about her period Monica was PMSing and did not want to be around her nigga And this nigga was fiending like, fam I'm bleeding, chill He was telling him like, bro, we good I just need a, give me a day off Yeah, you see, y'all wasn't outside, man This was good music, man this how you know you were old head when you listen to shit like this and remember exactly what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's more. I'm going to keep going because I think I'm having a, fun, a good time right now. If you in your car, if you in your car, turn this shit up. go. Mr. Bombastic! Shaggy. All the West Indians mm-hmm. remember this. Romantic, fantastic, lover. Niggas is smoking they green. Mr.
2: Lova, Lova. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lova, Lova. <laughs> Mr. Lova,
0: Lova. Lova, Lova. Mr. Lova, Lova. All the Jamaican niggas had on their fishnet white beaters. Lover, lover. Yeah, my gal.
1: She call me Mr. Boombastic. Hey! hey. Fantastic. Me now, me says, uh, Mr. Lova, Fantastic.
0: Bro, imagine being ten years old when this came out. Imagine being a little kid, a little boy, watching this little nigga sing this shit, and watching the world go crazy over this song. If this shit ain't get you hyped, if this shit still don't get you hyped, get in the fucking tub. This is a fucking tune. This is real music. r and back. See, Tory Lanez took this and y'all thought it, you know? Tory Lanez took this and nobody knew who Brownstone was, but he didn't even know. I seen Tory do an interview. He's like, I never heard the song before, but I heard the beat and I was like, I like the beat. Nigga. I no wonder. I don't wanna but salute no to Tori for body in this.
1: Straight up. But I'm starting to question the love that was made. I'm not looking for just an affair. Won't love that is based on
0: Baby. real R&B, me, me, this was my mom used to clean the crib to on Sundays, we used to wake up to grits, bacon, and biscuits, and mom was in her bag with the pine sole, the radio on blast, 10 a.m. Sunday, we wasn't in church, we was in the crib vibe, but I had to clean the bathroom, <laughs> I had to clean the tub and bathroom and shit, but I did it to some shit, summer this is not even the right beat they cheap fucking with the beat but this is method man and mary this is when i was with terry hunt this was in 4th grade when Terry Hunt flashed me her little flat-ass titties you under the table. You. And of course, ability, you shoot. know I told gang. I you know I had to tell I gang. To tell gang Yo, Terry
2: showed me her titties. What Terry do? She went and snitched to Miss Moore.
0: i never forget that. I came to school late from a dentist appointment. Teacher want to separate me from the table now because I told the gang. Terry showed me her flat-ass titties under the Table. that was my girl
2: though, she was fast as shit, yo Terry Hunt, if you listening to this, find me, I want to see how you look now,
0: you was a joint
2: 95 girl, I think this don't remember this
0: And we can't forget the South. We're not going to forget the South.
2: The butterfly, uh-uh, that's all. Let me see the in and Yeah.
0: Tootsie roll was like. Mm. The bitch knew how to Tootsie Roll back then? Nigga. Holla. See, that's back when dancing <laughs> you could tell the vibe. Like you ain't have to get a dove from shorty. You could just watch her. Like the Tootsie Roll, come on, she's breaking to it. Okay. Copy. <laughs> Copy. Um I think shit. Damn, it would be a dis a disservice to music. To not play this one. Thank wasn't outside, bro. You wasn't there when this movie came out. Michelle Pfeiffer? (laughs) As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I take a look at my life and
2: realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone.
0: Oh man, I wish I could find the remix. But Mariah Carey and, and ODB had a classic. Let's see if they got it up here. But Mariah, back then, Beyonce, who? You hear that? Oh man. This is what pop music sounded like. wasn't no Ariana Grande tell you I'm bored. Tell your girlfriend get out of here. I'm bored, bitch. Please, are you dumb? Are you
1: dumb?
0: (laughs) This one, yeah. What up? This is Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre tried to come back. Party's going on. He tried to come back after uh, you know, Friday. Chronic and shit. But he gave Ice Cube a banger. Woo Keep the heads ringing. Aw, oh, and hold up, hold up, hold up, Dre. In '95, Friday came out. Yes. I remember that summer, me and my cousin watched The Bootleg every day. Me and my cousin Weedy watched Friday. Every, I still know that, word, that movie word for word. From the opening scene till the ending. Everybody's lines, I could tell you. Put that movie on in front of me. You're not going to enjoy it. I'm going to say every word. It's ringing. over oh. yeah.
2: there. Say what? You better get up out of
1: your chair. That's right.
0: <laughs> I think I played this already. I did.
1: One, two.
0: Hold up now. Let's see if anything I missed. Oh Oh we can't
1: I'm gonna give it
2: one for the money
0: in front on the bride.
2: two for the banks. Hey three to get you going Hey the brats in the place
1: To the R-A-T And in fact If you ain't heard of me Take a seat Lay back and listen As I like bust for your ass On this folkified mission Just kick off your shoes And relax your feet That's right I'm Party town With a Now it Goes like that And that's how it goes I'm-
0: Okay So That was 1995 In a nutshell For me as a 10 year 9 Going on 10 year old kid It was good music man It was a good time um, I'm going to end the show with a song, too. I got to play a new song. Um, let's see here. What do I want to play? What do I want to play? I don't know. Oh, I got it. Tyler has a song I want to play. So this is Tyler, the creator, Gone Gone slash Thank You off his Ego album. It is fire.
2: Come here and start before dinner. Jump off the roof into the mirror. Felt like summer. To my December. Went to my August. Shit, I don't remember. Two, three, go. I know my temperature was set. They finally flew south. We're going to need a nest. So comedic. At least I had it. Maybe But I finally found peace Can I so talk peace. my shit again? Let me do it over Everything Like I hate wasted potential That shit crushes your spirit It really does It crushes your soul
0: It's the same song Same song Tyler just dope like this the creator gone gone slash thank you off his album equal the number one album actually number one album yes so gave niggas over almost 100, about 100 minutes dolo 100 minutes by myself wrap it up i had to because uh i had to make this episode extra good because like i said in the beginning there will be no podcast next week so enjoy this one Listen to that 95 playlist I played, y'all. If you have to take song by song, if you can remember them, write them down, put them all in the playlist, jumble them up, and then, you know, add it to your summer list. Um, what I might do is I might make that a playlist and then share it on Instagram for y'all, and I'll just send y'all the link, if anything. If I remember. If not, remind me, because I will forget. I smoke weed. Um, anyway, have a great weekend. It's supposed to be nice this weekend. Sunny, hot, beautiful. Uh, if you got a lady this weekend, take out you know what I'm saying? Take us somewhere nice, a little rooftop, get some wine or something. You know what I mean? Uh, ladies, if your man is broke, then take him out. Don't just call him a bum ass broke nigga, because that's your bum ass broke nigga. Y'all broke together. Be broke, be happy. Y'all still got each other. <laughs> At the end of the day, you can still get some dick. You can still get some pussy, my nigga. You might be pop, but you still got pussy. A lot of niggas don't have that, so be thankful. Anyway, um, this is episode ninety five. See y'all in two weeks. Peace.